0: Coming up, we take a look at the reimagined Disney magic from Disney Cruise Line. Coming up next. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 657 for the week of October 29th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel experts in helping you plan the perfect disney vacation visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com well hello everyone and welcome to the show coming to you live from the bob varley studio in orlando florida i'm your host pete warner joined at the table this week by my good friends john magi kevin close tracy heinrichs Corey martin
1: (laughs) She smiles like Chandler. She had a fake (laughs) Canadian smile.
0: (laughs) She has a lovely smile. I'm thrilled to have her here. And, of course, uh, back in the production nook are producer Dustin West, along with associate producers Craig Williams and Sean Thompson, also known as Shane Thomas. (laughs) Who's responsible
1: for the title screens? Me? Because it says September 29th.
2: No, I
0: didn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, oops. Mm-hmm. 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 I could have swore I changed that to all. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll uh for those <laughs> of you live, you just story. saw a wonderful Easter egg and it will be changed for, you know, future <laughs> consumption. Hey, just hey. we'll go with that.
0: <laughs> okay. A wonderful Easter egg is that just what we're for calling our live
1: it? viewers, is that what Right. That
0: is? It's a special little treat just for them. I'm sure they are overwhelmed with excitement. <laughs> All right, so I am, in fact, overwhelmed with excitement at uh, hearing about the changes made to the Magic. This is by far the most significant rehab to a Disney ship since the cruise line launched. And, of course, the Magic is, you know, it's their flagship. It's their original. And, uh, you know, from what I saw from the uh, amazing photos and incredible videos that these guys were pumping out craig in particular deserves so much credit uh for getting vi- he had videos up he had videos going up <laughs> before they left port he's running around that ship filming back you know they all were they i mean it wasn't just craig working hard everybody was working hard getting this getting this content up I mean, you guys just did an amazing job what i saw was so many of the things that worked on the new ships being brought over Mm -hmm. and integrated into the old ships which you know i i love that they're doing that it's it's disney listening it's disney saying let's make our product better um but i'm very excited to hear what your impressions were um pretty much everybody except dustin and i were on the ship. Yep, we all were that's because we had family dustin and his parents in town i've got my niece and nephew in town so
3: gotcha yeah this was a this was a short two night uh Cruise. We were invited. I was invited as media, um, and a few of us were invited from the travel trade. And this was out of the port of Miami. Uh, it was my first time at that port. Um, there's one thing I do love about the port of Miami. Uh, it's so it's beautiful when you're on the ship. If you're in Port Canaveral and you're looking over, you just see just a bunch of, you know, oh, it's like a shipyard, yeah. Bar, just a industrial, shipyard. industrial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a beautiful skyline when you're, you know, it, it made for great backdrops for some of the photos, too.
4: Actually, as you leave the port of Miami, if you're, on the, if you're facing
1: forward and on the left side of the ship, you can look right up South Beach.
3: Mm. Yeah, it was wonderful.
1: The other thing, too, is I don't know if you noticed that every other ship in port has to turn around. The Disney ship is turned around when guests get on it. So it's one of those little touches that Disney does so that you don't have to go to the end and sort of do this yeah. big swoopy thing. We just pulled right out of port. I find the port very user-friendly. It's not as... Decorated Pretty
4: as the, the Disney port at Port Canaveral, but it's not a single use port. Everybody uses it.
0: Right. Right.
4: Where Disney only is the only one that uses their terminal, every other cruise line uses this terminal.
0: Now, as far as getting from Orlando down to Miami, how long a, a drive was that for you guys? For
1: us, it's like two days.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we I drove back with,
5: with them. Back. It was two and a half days. <laughs> Tracy for us, so. Because we stop a lot, we do.
4: it was four hours.
1: Lot. You could do it in three and a half. Right.
0: right. So it's really not that bad a drive. No,
1: And what you, even getting into the port, it's all very easy. It's all very well signed, and it's great to get into. If you're going to go down a couple of days early, Miami's got some great spots. South Beach is beautiful. There's some of the best dining you know, in the world down there. Yeah. So if you're going to come in early, it's a great place to stop and stay. Also, the port is right next to the airport,
0: yep. Yeah, which makes it very easy. It's very convenient, yeah.
4: You also have the option of flying into Fort Lauderdale, which is about a half hour ride away. Right. If the prices are worth it, right.
5: Check in at the terminal and stuff as well was was very smooth. We got there probably 11 ish. We we try to get really early, and uh, they do still have the platinum, the platinum line, um, so it's still separated just like you're used to at Port Canaveral. And um, every you know the cast members were very helpful. You could tell they were still kind of learning a little bit. There was a couple. couple well, I don't of think kids, everybody
4: there was a Disney yeah. cast member. Well, that's
5: just it. And typically at the ports outside of. Port Canaveral, they're not. They're they're typically port employees. Right. They
1: do um, have sort of the fake Disney yep. name tag yeah. on. Right. So don't mistake um, them were, the cast members. But they were. But you
5: could tell it? that they were very well versed in cruise check-in. Not maybe not specifically Disney. Right. But they were very well versed. And so the Platinum Club line was there. Concierge guests were still had a, a little bit of a separate waiting area where they were pre-boarding. So all of that is similar to what you're used to in Port And Canaveral. Disney tries. You
1: know, there's. Signs up all over the place. There's, yeah. you know, carpeting. This they is did Disney bring characters line, out as well. Characters. characters so, well. I mean, they try to make it as Disney as possible, but if you're expecting Port Canaveral, it's completely different.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm anxious to hear what some of the changes uh, that were made well, to the, f- the ship were. The
1: first one is, is the most obvious, is when you first get on the ship, you get to see the atrium. They've redone the atrium. They took out the big Chihuly uh, chandelier, and actually one of the staircases has been removed. So now there's only one staircase that goes from, the, up from deck four down to deck three in front of Lumiere's. Okay. Uh, for those of us who have been on the ship before, for me personally, it was kind of a shock. It was like something's obviously missing. It but
4: was, I looked lopsided when I first got on because there was all that symmetry before. Once you got used to it, it didn't look right. out of place anymore.
3: It, it, lo- we- it definitely looked more open because the, the colors are very gold and these yellows and it, the the other design was just very blue and blue and red. But like you said, it's very it's very su- uh, symmetrical with the two staircases right. and, the, and the compass right there in the center.
1: The smaller chandelier, the one staircase there, it feels like a, a grander space now. It feels I like liked the Dale Chihuly chandelier. Yeah, I'm sorry that was gone. Yeah, I This one know. looks...
3: This looks yeah,
5: more
4: elegant,
3: though. Yeah, I
5: thought it looked more elegant, too. Just kind of open up the space a little bit more. Yeah. seems to me that they're going to do something. I'm not sure what the purpose was taking the staircase out yet, or if it was just to My open it. My guess is
0: that's but, where the Christmas tree can okay. go. Oh, probably. So um, I'm seeing this picture. This is what they replaced? That's that? the new chandelier. Oh, that's hideous. like I, three mini chandeliers. You know what?
1: Pete, you, uh, we're in the minority. Everybody else loved it. I thought it was terrible.
0: I think I that's too. hideous.
1: I miss the jewelry.
0: Oh, yeah. The yeah. chulul was a, this this the is more elegant than that other but one, but the chulul an artwork.
3: The,
1: he's an artist. Yeah, oh yeah. This is That's, made in the shop, but everybody else in the they
0: ship. they got that at Home Depot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it had a fan, and they just removed it. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Move the blades. The three fans. Yeah, <laughs> um, but everyone else on the ship said, you know, it was it made the atrium much more grand. Right. Feel. Uh, it, it was like, brighter. Right. Brighter, and mm-hmm. so I could certainly see why people. They
5: wouldn't. did bring us in on deck four as well not into three, into the atrium, which was different. It's a function, I think, of that port. It is, and they did say that um, they were probably wouldn't happen in future cruises I did ask somebody that and apparently it's just because of the way that the outside leveling was done that they were working on that so the ramps have to go right. up so
1: but other than that they did the same you know thing you announced your name your family name as you walked on and it was it was really great
0: okay. to that, see I, I hate doing that I yeah, know, we, 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 we didn't do we it we make <laughs> up a name
4: we did, we pass right it's very by love by. boat yeah. but people love it oh my god people go I know. crazy they as just, you, you know. come in on deck we came in on deck four there's a new seating area there there is which which is um i think it's great mm-hmm. there's several love seats facing each other with a cocktail table between them there's virtually no cocktails or <laughs> coffee yeah. anywhere around it's just random
3: but it's similar to how the Dream and Fantasy had that little coffee. Right. And it uh, won't, I
4: won't be surprised if there's right not there. a cart yeah. there eventually. Right. But it was. we sat there a couple of times. We and really like,
5: like that area on the Dream and Fantasy. It just seems to, another area to be where... It's also people don't seem to
1: gravitate towards exactly. there, so it's less chaotic. 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 In general, the common areas, everything was brightened up. Yeah. All new rugs. We were commenting on how beautiful the rug work is. The rugs is. are gorgeous. Unbelievable. Especially in the elevator bays. Yeah.
4: Um, after Just you've been on the bigger part. ship, it's amazing how small those elevators on the Magic actually are. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, w- I was shocked that uh, the things that we, we, we went in knowing what was changed. We knew the atrium, the kids clubs, and the Aqua but the amount of places that they really didn't tell you were redone, like the shops, were all right, were all right, redone. Right. That wasn't something that was advertised.
1: You know that the, you remember how the shops used to be where it almost looked like you were passing by window displays? like little dioramas of windows. Mickey they, and Minnie were always dressed up in their cruise gear and waving yeah. at you as you walked towards the Disney Theater. They removed all of that, and now it's just floor-to-ceiling glass walls. Okay. So you can see into the shops. It feels much brighter, it feels well, bigger.
3: And they even added porthole windows on one of the shops, so you're actually looking out, it opens that whole shop up. It does.
1: I think but, because of the when the cruise
4: was and the fact that it's not fully stocked, I found the merchandise in the shop to be lacking. There's, it seems like they've made the space bigger. They've taken out that half wall between the perfume and toiletries and the rest yeah. of the shop. So now it's one big area. Mm-hmm. But it seemed there was nothing that said that you couldn't buy anything that said newly imagined there was nothing right. reimagined Disney
1: oh, Magic. Really? There's nothing that said first yeah. sailing yeah. after, you know, rehab or anything like that. Which I had a tough time with. finding
3: something for Ferris. I was just, walking back and forth Ray, in shop. the Right. It just seemed
4: like there was less. And yeah. I I'm gonna chalk that up to the fact
1: that Maybe it's just not all here yet. Right. But it's beautiful. I mean, I think all the common areas in general just look so much brighter and cleaner and seem
0: to really pop. Yeah. Well, I think it's just important to mention for context that uh, this, uh, the magic was the subject of some uh, controversy last week. The original sailing that was supposed to, the, the original first sailing out of Miami was canceled <laughs> because some of the rehab work that needed to be done coming from the shipyard. Uh, due to weather, they couldn't get it done. So I know that was a, a big deal. And still, even on this, uh, not everything was right. not everything was finished. When
1: you when we go through everything that they fixed, I think it's amazing that this sailing went.
0: In yeah, six weeks. They I mean, did that. Pete,
1: we're talking about yeah. the entire back end of the ship was redone.
0: And and look, so, you know, I mean, we've it's all, incredible. <laughs> we've all sailed on Disney many times, and those of you who have sailed on Disney know that especially if you've done other cruise lines, no cruise line maintains their ships like Disney does. So if there's something not show ready, there's a really good reason for it. I'll give them that.
3: The captain did come on and say, please pardon our pixie dust. We're still, you know, we're still working on things like that.
1: But again, when you go through, we're going to go through sort of the major changes. These changes are major unbelievable. (laughs) And you think to yourself, I can't believe they did this
4: in In six six
0: weeks. No, it's it's stunning. All of them.
1: After
4: traveling on the fantasy and the dream, and getting used to, it's been a while since I've been on the magic. And you when you walk from one end of the fantasy of the dream, you've taken a walk. On the magic, after comparing it to the others, it was like, Oh my gosh, is this it? Is this the end of the ship? Yes, we're <laughs> I'm here. Ready. Right. Yeah. So it was just it's you know, and we thought they were great. We thought they were huge at the time after the man the it,
1: this is a, a more intimate ship now. One of the, the biggest changes is actually up on deck. And that's the kids' areas, the aqua lab. Corey, you want to talk a little bit about the kids' areas?
3: The, um, yeah, the kids' area, the, the Mickey pool that, that was there before, that has been completely taken out and a larger slide has been put in. The, uh, the pool has been changed up. There's a, a water play area, it's called the aqua lab. Uh, a water play area is there. There's also a smaller area for the, the little kids and diapers where they there are three three little ducks that th- kind of spat out water. and.
1: I think that when you say a new slide has put, been put in, could you guys go back to that picture for a second? <coughs> it's absolutely, yeah, it's not just a slide, it's like this two story twisting ride that goes down. It's incredible, it, it's really the the difference between what it was before and what it is now is—it's
3: 250 night. feet of twist and turns, and, and it, it twists in opposite directions. So as it's going down, you're going this way, then it sw- switches the other way.
1: One of the things I was really, I was really impressed with was the technology uh, that was integrated into this because there's a camera on the lower deck and a camera and a, and a monitor on both the entrance and the exit, so that the cast member can see. That the the child has exited before they send another child down the slide for safety reasons. So the only thing that I
4: noticed was different, and maybe it's because I never looked for them before. But at all of the kids areas, there were wooden structures that held kids' life jackets of every size. And as you walked by them, they looked kind of like a little sculpture. They were adorable. They were. They were really cool. And I saw
6: a lot of kids using them.
4: Yeah, it's great.
6: Uh, those started popping up at the resorts lately, too, whenever I was at Polynesian. Last week, I saw them there. Um, I think one or two other places. But the slide was a lot of fun. I went down that.
1: You went s- down the kid's slide?
6: I. Well, it's <laughs> it's
5: more of a family yeah, slide. Yeah. Is it really?
6: It starts at uh, 36 or 38-inch height requirement. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's one of those two. Um, did you meet it? I, I did. I mean... <laughs> well,
3: I, it's I, for guests 38
6: to 64 inches tall,
3: so you well, must slip it on your knees.
6: <laughs> no, they actually... I, they did have that in there, but at least for our sailing, I don't know if it was because they knew there was press on there. They might right. want to get videos of it. Um, they kind of had just like a white piece of tape over the actual, like the um, the highest you can be to ride it. Uh, but no, I asked to do it. Um, I got stuck on it. so <laughs> Maybe that's why there's a height, the maximum height requirement. Yeah, it was... Embarrassing.
1: It's because Craig's feet touched the bottom before his head left the top. <laughs> oh, bottom already.
6: No, but it was a great slide. I, I enjoyed it. This area
3: seemed really busy because there, there's a lot going on with the with the water spl- uh, splash area and the, this massive slide. And it
4: seemed more crowded. The stuff itself, this area seems more closed in now. Yeah. Because of the slide being in your way on the side of the ship where the drink station is, you kind of had a hard time seeing the other side which made it feel kind of closed in but it's still i agree it was very busy uh
1: what do you think about ferris and finley being on this cruise and seeing this area
3: once once i it's this that they'll love but it was the kids club we'll talk about that later but when when i saw those kids club i was i was talking to tracy i said i need to book the magic when it comes back to port Canaveral because they would love that andy's room and stuff like that but this the, this play area, I think they would enjoy the the the, the aqua like the, the splash area. I'm not sure if Ferris would do the slide. It seems kind of long, but he might he he might do it. and He might love it, and he'll just be going up and down. But it did seem a little too long
1: for him. The next big change up on deck is the Aqua Dunk. This has you know been all over the news, and we've been talking about this for months and months and months. Um, I saw the outside of it. <laughs> it looked like it might have been fun for some people. Did you guys do it? Did any of you guys do it? I did it. Did you?
3: Yeah, I thought it was. Um, it's what it does it takes you 20 feet above the ship and you stand in this little capsule. There's a little glass, a uh, glass, plexiglass thing that opens and then you stand there on this platform. It's a clear platform and you cross your legs, put your arms across your chest, and then this capsule closes you in. And then. Donald will count three, two, one, and then you go straight down. It's very fast, it, it doesn't last very long, but it's a lot of fun.
1: There's that sort of open plexiglass area that swoops out around the, sh- the off-the-deck area, uh, extends off the ship. Can you see anything, or are you going just too fast?
3: Hey, like I was going too fast, and I, I'm surprised it was blue. It looks beautiful, but I'm surprised it was blue, because on the aqua uh, duck. duck, yeah, the aqua duck, that was clear. So I'm surprised this was blue. But I really couldn't, couldn't see a lot. But you can see people going through. We were trying to get photos, and it looks kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs>
4: this, is, this is not a long thing. No. This happens within seconds. I think it's, it's
7: 17 seconds, isn't it? Is that oh, seven time? seconds. Is it seven? Yeah. yeah. I waited for 10 minutes up there. to get
1: on it. When we first got on, you took a picture of the being a very long wait. Do you think that was just because everybody rushed to do it when that, we first got on? That ended
7: up not being right. So I think that's the highest you can go. 80 minutes is the max. Oh. Um, I think at that time I took that fixture. it was like a 10 minutes. Oh. So I think it was just someone messed with it and it wasn't right.
1: Because everyone I talked to said they got on really fast. Like it was pretty much by the time they got up the top of the stairs, they could go on it. I it, think... It-
6: Sorry, if it was all the way down the stairs and then wrapped around the staircase, that would be the 80-minute wait. Oh, you think it was like, from this point forward, it's 80 minutes. I think they just didn't Mm. realize it because the one... They didn't have someone, like, standing there telling you, like, going up the stairs. There was only one cast member that worked the slide, and they were right by the controls, pressing them. So, And then there was one person at the bottom. There wasn't really that person in between, so I don't know how they're going to update the wait time. Throughout the day, because they can't just leave, so it would—I guess—it would come down to someone else going and changing it. But
4: so, how does the floor
3: drop out? It—it it opens up away from you. I don't know how to. <laughs> so it's—it <laughs> it, doesn't—it doesn't fold in. If it goes um, the bottom where your feet are laying, open up and it flaps. over.
1: Wow, that's weird.
3: Mm. The—the one—the scary thing about it was, you—you uh, you have to cross your legs. So you pretty much you're all balanced on this thing that you know is gonna drop from underneath feet. you yeah. on, on one foot. So that was the, the scariest okay. thing.
1: Is this a one and done type of thing, Corey? Or do you think this is a... Oh, I would do it again. Would you? If the line wasn't
3: too long, I would do it again for sure. Cool. It was a lot of fun.
1: Also up on those decks, they put in the new covered lounge areas um, for people, to, I guess, if you don't wanna have direct sun which is a nice change, because usually when you're on those ships, it's all yeah. just hot sun baking down on you. So they thought of a lot of stuff, I think. They thought about everybody. Um, and again, you know, these are tremendous. These two things alone, the kids' area and the aquedunk alone, I think would
3: Yeah, six weeks. Right. Nothing nothing changed in the cove area. That was pretty much
1: the, the, the way, the way the I remember it. Mm-hmm. Nothing really changed. In the cove. And it's a great pool. It's a great area. I don't think anything had to change. Um,
3: I prefer this cove over the fantasy and dream. I agree. I like this one.
1: You want to talk about the kids' clubs?
3: Yeah, this is one of the. I was really excited about this. There's the Oceaneers Club. This is where you're going to find Andy's room, the Mickey Mouse Club, and Adventures Academy, and also Pixie Hollow. Now, Andy's room. This is two stories tall, and you're you're playing on Andy's bed. You can go under his bed. You can you can climb up to the top of his bed, and you slide down through the slinky, <laughs> slinky dog, whatever his name is. Slinky it. dog. Yep. Yeah. This was um, this was really this was really amazing. I think Ferris and Finley they would love Andy's room. They would love the Mickey Mouse uh, the Mickey Mouse Club because they watch that all the time. They're not into adventures. Not yet. They're not and Finley would probably be in Pixie Hollow the whole time, dressing up as every princess she can,
7: she can fit into. The theming in here was so amazing. I, I loved just take, walking around and being there. It was, it's cool, because uh, they, the re- they made the references so well. Like it, it, The wallpaper is there, uh, the whole bed. I think you even went up the stairs, and then the, the bottom of the second level looked like a comforter on Andy's bed. Yeah. It, it was, was perfect. It was
6: the Bud Light. Wow. Light year. <laughs> the buzz the Lightyear. Light light <laughs> bedspread? That yeah. was after. That's the second part of our, our review. Yeah. I, I went down the slide and I actually scraped my elbow.
1: And the Slinky Dog?
6: Yeah. It was not meant for adults with backpacks yeah. and tripods on their back. Again,
2: with the aqua dunk, you would take up like half that slide. Yeah. It's just like... I Crazy.
6: need to start making better decisions. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we really tried to help him, but he just wasn't open in to In life? Or <laughs>
6: just slides.
5: Slides. Just slides. Right.
6: I, I love the kids' club area. The one disappointing thing for me is that you can't get in on a normal basis, because I, I love Marvel movies. Uh, it's, it's really smart on Disney's part. Uh, with the new section, you kind of go through this like, portal in the Marvel area, and you get assigned to be a part of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then after that, you get all these different activities. And at one point, the Captain America, um, the Captain America character comes in, and he like rallies all the kids, saying, "Okay, we're gonna get you trained for Shield. You'll become superheroes. All that stuff." Um, and it's it's just a shame that adults can't be a part of it. But you know, it's it's teaching all these kids to fall in love with the Marvel movies. It and really
2: that. does look cool. I'm yeah. glad
0: they. Oh, it, it's, oh, it looks amazing. It's, yeah. These yeah. pictures I'm looking it at is. right now are
6: just ridiculous. Uh, and literally, even if the kids aren't old enough now to see these movies, it it's going to stay with them. If they're on this ship and whenever they're of the right age, then they're going to fall in love with these movies. And I, yeah,
3: this I, I this like, whole thing was a re was a rediscovery for me because every place you went into, you didn't you didn't. You know, you couldn't compare, okay, what was right here? Because they gutted it. Right. They completely gutted it out and replaced it with did they something How they do it in help? six weeks? I know. We kept crazy. saying that the whole week. 5,000. They said 5,000 yeah.
1: crew members?
5: It was an unbelievable right. number. Something like 600 projects going on They must on have been
3: shoulder to shoulder in some of
1: these yeah. rooms getting stuff done. When we got there, the night before we stayed at a hotel at Port, in the morning that we uh, were boarding the ship, travel agents were invited to a conference or whatever you call it. And an imagineer who worked on the project was there. And he answered questions and he talked about it and he said five thousand people were working on these projects pretty much twenty four hours a day. And, you know, they really they put a lot of into it. And you can tell they put a lot into it. Um, you talked, Tracy, about how there's a breezeway now between right. the two clubs.
5: Yeah, so what they've done now is the Oceaneers Club and the Oceaneer Lab ages are three to twelve. So the kids can check in once at either location, and there's a breezeway connecting them both. So the kids can now move back and forth between them if they have siblings, if they're just, you know, different interests, and they don't have to check out and move to the next club. This is
1: a tremendous improvement. Really? really? There was yeah. always this, can my kid go from one to another, their brother's in exactly. this one. Right. And,
5: and now it's all one, anybody in that age group, three to 12. Uh, they, I also noticed that they were using new bands. Um, they replaced the, the older type of check-in bands they were using for the kids, and now they look similar to a Magic Band. Uh, I believe they're calling them Oceaneer Bands Oceaneer is bands. what they were calling them. And um, they have, uh, so they do clips similar, like the Magic Band does, but they have that yellow, that red colored tie that you can see there, and they're clipping it around it so that it's not coming undone on oh, the good. children.
3: My kids would pull them off, I know. Right,
5: <laughs> and so what they're doing is they're charging your stateroom account $12.95 when you first register your child. Um, that'll automatically go to your account. And then at the end of the cruise, you return the band, you get your $12.95 back, or the child can keep it. Because they were finding a lot of kids wanted to keep it as a souvenir, and the last one was a $50 security deposit. This one's $12.95.
1: Is the band uh, also, if something happens and they want to get in touch with the parent, is that what it does too? It sort of.
5: Well, it's the RFID them? technology. RFID. So basically, what it does first of all, they'll know, um, they have the kids' registration information, so they have that tracked separately but what there's a number of readers throughout the kids club areas so that if you do come to pick up your child they can kind of pinpoint exactly where they are wow
0: that's cool that's oh. very cool <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> you forgot and they was, there it right it was very exciting kind <laughs> of like
1: the old Mutual of Omaha
5: right <laughs> Right. They you
1: know they put something in their ear <laughs> yeah
5: and they also do um, I hadn't noticed those, it's been a while since Ben's been in that age of kids club but I did notice that they have uh, pick up um, pick up lanyards oh. So once you go to get your child, they will um, make sure that you're the right person and you're authorized to pick them up. When you go in to look for them, you wear this lanyard, and it tells all the cast members inside that you were authorized to be there. Oh, okay. So that's kind of new because when I know when I used to take Ben, uh, they didn't have they didn't offer that feature. So you're adults walking around not really knowing why. Um, I did also check with the kids age is there's a lot of uh, a lot of question about can my kids go down to this club my kids not ready for edge can he stay and uh, the answer was a pretty firm no. Um, they once going to they're stick outside, to those? yeah, okay. they are. Once they're outside of that three to twelve, at once they're thirteen, they either have to move up. They did say they can make extra uh, cast members available, extra counselors available, mm-hmm. in that older one for the special needs kids. If you did need a little bit more, they don't offer one-on-one care, so I don't want to confuse it with that. Um, but if it's not going to work for your child to be in the older one, there are also open houses during the, in the Ocean Year Club and Lab where a family could go in and enjoy some of the facilities together for those kids that maybe can't go on their own.
0: Cool. Cool. So, tell me about the uh, state rooms. I understand the state rooms have undergone Be- some... Before
3: uh, we get that, I just want to mention that uh, Flounders Reef Nursery, they, oh. they redid that. That's now, it's a small world nursery. It looks beautiful. I, I would... Wouldn't wow. hesitate to put my kids in there. It's the artwork
5: made me want to have another baby. It was that cute, <laughs> <laughs> well, almost, <laughs> not quite. <though. laughs> so th- that's redone. <laughs> Sorry, to, <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, that was Chris falling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thud.
3: One thing you will not find at the uh, the kids club, the, the lab, and uh, and or club, you're not going to find that interactive dance floor that the Dream and Magic have. I know our kids love playing around that. They don't have that. It's just a big open space. But you know, what are you going to do?
1: Um, yeah, definitely, Pete. They, they uh, rehabbed all the staterooms. Again, fresh carpet, fresh everything. The biggest thing is they put in the new beds, which are raised the, off the floor right. like I the dream of the fantasy. Yeah. So you can put your stuff underneath it. We found the bedding very comfortable. We thought that was very cool. Having um, it raised up makes it more comfortable to get up and mm-hmm. down from the bed. However, the most exciting part of the new staterooms, oh, we were all at Twitter, There are more plugs and more outlets in the staterooms. Really? And they're at the head of the bed, too.
0: Really? So you can plug your
1: iPad in right next to your bed. I actually Mm -hmm. tweeted a picture of it. Uh, For those folks, uh, we have a lot of clients who have to have the CPAP machines to sleep with. This is now going to make it so much easier for them. So they can plug it right in next to the bed. Um, So someone really... Listened, I think, to a lot of guest feedback when it came to the.
5: They put the new flat-screen TVs in the staterooms as well. Flat-screen TVs, yep. Yeah, they've um, the sofas are now seem to be larger. Uh, I know Ben always had a problem with the old one; it was a two cushion. Now it was it was longer, like what they have on the new ships.
1: I could actually lay down mm-hmm. and have my almost entire body. My head right. still on the headrest, but right. rather than having the feet hang off and the head hang off.
5: I think now an adult could. You know, an adult would be able to sleep on that as opposed to before. Once Ben hit a certain age, it really wasn't possible for to sleep actually, on it anymore. That's actually
7: what I slept on, and I was actually really comfortable on the on the bed there. So,
5: And keep in mind, because the beds are like the new ships, they do not separate anymore. Uh, so you will not be able to make that queen bed two singles as you can. It will only be the wonder left now that you can do that on.
0: And I wonder how long that's going to be the case. I wonder how long before the wonder goes in for these. I think uh,
5: we have to see something, don't you? And if they're going to keep the wonder in Alaska, I'd be interested to see if they decide to put a covered covered deck. A lot of the ships that do Alaska on a regular basis for other cruise lines, they have a covered deck. Right. So the pool area is is covered and they can retract it if necessary. So it'd be interesting to see if they think of something like that for the wonder.
3: Anytime the wonder was brought up at the, uh, we were at an Imagineer panel and every time the wonder was brought up, they kind of just looked looked around. They knew, they know.
7: Something's in the works, they're going to. W- yeah. So, so
1: state rooms are great. Um,
7: Before we move on from state I just want to mention that they have new Wave phones. Um, oh, yes. They're just updated models, they're a little nicer. They have kind of a clip on them, so you can clip under your pocket or whatever. Um, and it's just a little bit easier to work around some of the older stuff. It's still T9 text messaging and stuff, but <laughs> they, uh, they're a nicer updated model.
3: The bathrooms didn't change, and also the, the temperature gauge in the the rooms aren't like the magic and wonder where you need to put a card in to turn it on. Right. The
1: lights, it yeah, controls yeah. all the lights and everything. Yeah, I mean, other than you know those cosmetic differences, the rooms are the same. Yeah. At least that's what I saw. I didn't go to everything.
0: Well, I think so the changing ahead. over of the beds that's is, is right. massive. Yeah. Especially with that's a mass much you, much you right have right now. They or did
5: right. also add a couple accessible staterooms that weren't available before. Okay. There's a category 10A accessible stateroom now that wasn't available before. Um, there's also, I believe, it might be a 4E. Um, that's now accessible, that wasn't. Uh, so, they did add a couple of those, and it's also my understanding there's more staterooms that connect now than before.
1: We had a connecting stateroom. Mm-hmm. Tracy, is the 40 gonna be a family suite handicapped accessible?
5: On be the, huge. yes, I believe it is. Don't quote me, please, okay. I have to verify for sure. Um, but I know when I was looking for a client recently, all of a sudden something showed up there that wasn't there before.
4: I just wanna mention something about the bed frame. The bed frame is different now, and it's a wood frame. And the the legs on the bed are right at the corners of the bed now. They're not recessed at all. And I just want you all to tuck your toes under as you make your way around. Okay. These are right there at the corners. And I stubbed my toe four or five times in two days. Okay. Or so. Just something to keep in
1: mind. Right. Um, the next big thing is that there's been changes to dining. There's many of the, several of the dining um, locations. Uh, Big, big change. The first thing we noticed when we get on the ship was cabanas. Right. Cabanas replaces. I think it was beach blanket. Beach blanket, bingo. I don't know what it's called.
3: (laughs) I always Uh, get beach blankets and topsiders confused. I never know which one's which.
1: Um, So instead of having sort of the one line, and now it's more of pods, where you can go and you can get different food at different locations. This is also where we first realized the changes to the back of the ship. They had to make some changes um, to—I don't know the exact way to put it—but they had to come up to ma- new maritime laws about stability for the cruise ship, and they actually had to expand the back of the of the Disney Magic. Huh? And in doing so, they were able—they were able to push out the deck as it went around the back of the ship. And Cabana's is much more space inside now and space outside. Wow. So um, Keep in mind that uh, boarding day, Cabana's is still chaotic.
0: Right. It's yeah, still right.
4: crazy. It's always
3: going to be right. pretty it's chaotic. It's just
4: everybody's got their luggage. Everybody's hot. Everybody's been traveling. It's crowded and chaotic.
3: Even though it's the same space, it, it seems more open with their use of like the, the light pastel colors and the light wood. And it's not so busy, that beach blanket. Was Because Beach Blanket had the flags everywhere. It was right. really busy. It was beautiful. How was the food?
1: I have to say, I think the food was incredible. Yeah. Cabanas. I think that's going to be a running thing. I think you're, we would be surprised yeah. at how well the food was on the ship in general. But I thought Cabanas was great. We ate there.
4: The choices
1: day. were bigger. We ate for breakfast one day, Large. and we had lunch one day. Or pineapple.
0: Do we know if the uh, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, I remember hearing about the dream and the fantasy was that uh, they built those kitchens with an eye towards uh, doing a lot more fresh preparation. That's one of the reasons that the, the quality of what was coming out on the Dream and the Fantasy seemed a lot better than what we're experiencing on the Magic and the Wonder. I'm wondering if in this, they did anything to the kitchens.
1: I would imagine they would have because they didn't look like the whole center area to you guys because uh, Beach Blanket just had a serving area there. Now it seems like the kitchen is surrounded By the serving area. You know how Beach Blanket had that sort of
4: hospital cafeteria steam table set up? Yeah. That seems to be gone. This seems to be
1: more it's
4: more upscale food as I would I would say.
1: The food uh, tasted fresh to me. Everything was hot. Um, I thought everything was good. Did you guys have a different
4: experience?
5: Not at all. Everything I I ate my weight and lamb. They also
1: increased
4: the drink station. You don't have to know the password to get into it anymore. It's not one person standing out there handing out two ounces of warm soda. They actually have a drink station set up on both sides now in Cabanas.
0: Wow.
1: Um, I was going to say
0: something. I forgot. I don't know what I'm more surprised by, that Beach Blanket became Cabanas and they did a good job with it, or that the food was good.
1: We are so hoping that this was not a you know, special you know i cruise, said i said i said the, I said the
0: same it. thing after the launch of the dream and the fantasy with their food that i hope this isn't just because it's the initial sailings and it turned out not to be it turned out that that's just the way it's being done they've maintained the quality on both those ships in terms of uh, in terms of dining
1: kevin was surprised he got shrimp peeled shrimp two days in a row right? usually it's just embarkation day and they had a was a it the, the shrimp bar.
3: that was already peeled or did you no, do the peeling peel
1: peel, um, now i have found a
4: design flaw a horrible design flaw. They have taken the men's room outside of Topsiders. What would you say, Topsiders seats? 200, 300, 400 people, cabanas, excuse me. 300 people? They have taken the men's room outside of cabanas and they have removed, there's one commode inside now. They have removed the little bank of I'm not even sure where the restroom is. You go outside and to the elevator bank. Okay, it's in the van as okay. it's on the right. Gotcha. They have put in a sink for a child. They have taken out, I'm going to just use the word, they've taken out all of the urinals and replaced it with a child's sink. Now, I understand the need for a child's sink. I really do. However, you've taken a 300 seat restaurant and now you have one. Mode. I can't
1: speak to the women's room. I don't know what they I, did, did there. I the wasn't thing. in there,
5: so I can't either.
4: But I think they to took all urinals
5: out too. I got to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> all the urinals <laughs> are gone in <laughs> the women's yeah. room
4: now. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. huge mistake.
1: Yeah. I just, you know, I mean, there was nobody there, and we had to wait. Right. So it's really strange. There were three of us there. I waited behind three gentlemen to use the restroom at Cabanas. I thought Cabanas food was really good. The next big change is karaoke's which was parrot key which i guess
0: This is I, extraordinary change. It no,
1: more, no longer great. looks like a Jimmy and
0: Buffett I, parking lot And i party. just want to i just <laughs> want to remind everyone that uh, uh we'll have uh, links to the video and the photos of everything that we're talking about uh, dot and uh, you absolutely want to go through these videos and these photos. I'm doing it as as they're talking and kind of looking at this stuff. It's it's really incredible. It's really incredible the uh great job on the photos, guys. Really. I agree.
1: Talk about uh, uh, the space itself was changed to something much more pleasant. It's wow. much more elegant.
0: It um, really is. It's
3: really open yeah. a lot of... Uh, they, they painted a lot
0: of things white. It's what's, its, that, what's its theme supposed to be?
1: South Bra- America. It's Yeah, it's sort of South Brazil. American cuisine because it's... I'm sorry?
7: Uh, it's mostly
0: Brazil.
1: Brazil. Yeah, it's yeah. Jose Carioca from the you know At the and, end of um,
4: okay. the, the dining room, they have that big buffet. Mm-hmm. They, what they've done is they've created a curtain now that's a cityscape. And it goes all around the buffet. So while you're dining there, you don't see that buffet until it's open during probably breakfast and lunch. Yeah, it just
5: translates better from day to night. The city of Rio. Parakey never really translated. So if you had formal night in Parakey. Right. It just, it didn't fit. No, it didn't. And this restaurant, they just have the ability to make it, it just somehow looks more elegant.
4: That's the word that kept coming up. This is much more
1: elegant than what used to and be. And it though. felt big. It felt big and bright.
5: Yeah, um, it was just, and I think that was an overall theme over the ship. Just Everything just seemed brighter, seemed fresher, just seemed... Well, of all
2: the, of all the main dining rooms that I've been to on the Disney Cruise Line... Parrot Key always seemed the most casual, just in its theming. You know, you have the Royal Palace, you have, you know, all those kind of restaurants, and then that one's all Caribbean and shutters and. Now the
4: menu is all South South American. There's Peruvian food. There's Venezuelan food on the menu.
3: I was shocked at how great the food was.
4: Now, I can't speak to that. We had we went for appetizers. We had been invited to Palo that night, so we only stayed for appetizers. We, we didn't stay for the we whole We liked our
1: appetizers very much. Um, there was stuff on the menu that I thought I really wished I was eating
4: here. The
3: pork belly?
1: The pork belly. I, Did you I, have that?
3: Oh, that the and Kebab. pretty much everything else. Yeah, We had everything. <laughs> I usually do one of each. Uh, but the we really had one thing incredible. we
4: didn't like. It was called Peruvian Claws. And it was three kinds of cold mashed potatoes stacked on top of cucumbers. And I don't know why I thought that was going to be good to begin with, but...
5: I even found something to eat there. I was worried when I first looked at the menu. I thought, "What am I going to eat here?" But I ordered a couple things, thinking I'll pick and choose, and it was fantastic. This is one was of the best so meals I've ever well-picked. had
7: on a cruise ship. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was really,
5: really that good.
7: There, all of the food was good, but there was one main dish that I thought was fantastic. It was lobster and uh, shrimp and mahi mahi skewers, and it was on top of this quinoa that had like chopped up dried mango in it. It was fantastic. That was incredible. And then they had like a Brazilian uh, grilled platter, and they brought out like this uh, silver stand for the. Skewers. So they brought out the stand first, and then they brought out the skewers and set them up like the vertical presentation right in front was of you. Wonderful. Yeah,
1: this was their signature dish. The waiter kept telling us, "Oh, you should try this. You should try this." Was it that good? Absolutely, it, it was. It, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. Again, I can't.
0: You know, complain about the food. They have. They have done. It's brilliant. I, that what's going to happen is I, I'll tell you right now. I, you were saying you want to do it when it's important. Port Canaveral. I can't wait to get on the ship.
3: It really turned me around because after being on the Dream and Fantasy, uh, how am I going to go back to the classic ships after seeing this? But now I am. I want to go. On I'm going to be honest
4: with you. I used to avoid the restaurants. I would rather eat chicken fingers out on deck <laughs> or room service or room service than go to either of either Animators. I thought the food at Animators Palette was swill. I thought the food at Parrot Key was awful. I thought the food
1: that we had was excellent. That brings us to Animator's Palette. Now, animator's Palette was. Did you want to go back? Well, and
3: overall, say I just want to say that they added uh, some really important things to the menu. Now there are gluten-free and dairy-free icons next to the next to several of the items on the menu.
4: They also have set up a section where they've taken regular menu items that are vegetarian and listed them as right. the vegetarian entrees, so, so that you, can go, right being, to that, right, you yeah. can go
1: right to that. Right, you uh, can go right to that. Right. Okay. So moving on to Animator's Palette. In general, when you first walk in, it's not a huge difference to the space. You'll notice that there's a little more colors going on in the ceiling. There's some bigger screens were put in for the show. And there's um, a difference in the chairs. All the chairs are new, which we very much appreciated. They were very comfortable chairs. Um, the Those food- black and white plastic diner chairs are gone. Yeah. A <laughs> more more comfortable. But um, we felt the food was incredible. Enjoyed the food very much that
0: night. You just don't hear that very often. Incredible food from Animator's Palette, and, and, and
5: I'm talking incredible food. I'm talking about And this was the same menu. And you this know what you're talking about, has, too. Is, yeah. You know. This is a menu that has been on the other ships. Because the three dishes I ordered uh, that night in Animator's Palette were all dishes I've had yeah. before on Disney Cruise. Didn't so you think they were they vastly changed, improved, But they though? were better. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. They were just better.
1: The uh, only miss I had was I ordered the fish dish that night, and it was dry. I enjoyed. it. We tasted everybody's food at the table. We, you know, had extra I food. Had chicken dish
4: and chicken. That was, that's my favorite dish on that menu. So, well, I had it once before, and it came out, and it was like a hockey puck oh, with oregano so... on it. This was delicious.
0: It really. Yeah. Looked, then they then they must have made significant, significant changes to the prep areas in the kitchens. I no
1: uh, I no longer feel like I'm eating at a really bad wedding reception. Yeah. Now we did this out of order, but Animators was our first restaurant, and I want to talk about something real quick. This is the first cruise that I felt like the head waiter actually was doing something. <laughs> <He came laughs> not just wearing over, a suit. <laughs> the guy in a suit, he came over, he introduced himself to us, but not just us, every table. He was clearing tables. He was talking to guests. On other cruises, it would be like you'd meet him the last night, and he'd go, I'm your head waiter, tip me.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. And
1: it was like, what do I have to tip you for? This, this guy this, was. This gentleman
4: was wonderful. He was everywhere on the ship also. That's good. And he would greet people. He greeted us as we walked into um, Cabana's one day. And he said, how was your dinner last night? I didn't get to come over before the end of the meal. So I heard him do that with other people. That he saw so i found him to be really really good
2: you know typically the head waiters if you probably don't see them because they're dealing with other guests that might have dietary restrictions or any guest service recovery kind of stuff but it's good that even though they have that on their plate that they're able to come and visit every table you know the first or second night because just like you said sometimes it is that no, last so day so
4: my feeling sure, is you know. if the head waiter is dealing with that much guest recovery Something's there wrong. are bigger issues.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the food was good and they have to deal with those.
3: Now with the changes they this this space is equipped to do two shows. It's it can now do the animation magic that we're familiar with on the Dream and Fantasy where you draw do your drawing and then they make it dance. And the one we saw was it's called Drawn to Magic. It's basically everything. It's Kind of the same thing that happens
7: at the other one where everything's black and white and then the colors start coming. And Yeah, so what happened was on the screens they would show kind of like pencil sketches of the characters and so it would kind of be like slow sketching and then slowly they brought in the paint so it was like someone was inking the, the cells but of the animation. The,
1: even the pencil sketching, some of them would become animated.
7: Exactly. Which yeah, I yeah. thought was
1: incredible. I thought the, the screens were clearer. I thought
4: the music, they're using the music from Spectro Magic, and it fit perfectly and I thought the music bed was cleaned up, yeah, it, you know, you no longer heard the
1: scratching.
7: Right. And yeah. it did
1: the, did the arc, it went from black and white to full color.
7: And then there was a show where they went through different clips and they would show different themes, so there'd be like a romantic theme versus like a hero's theme. And the lights in the room would change with the- Depending on yeah. what the, the clips one of were, the
4: segment, yeah. One little part of the theme was a character's feet which I thought was cute. It was like their feet getting stuck in things and their toes <laughs> popping through shoes and stuff. And it all flowed really well. It was
7: fantastic. The show was really good. It was a really good yeah, show. And it ends with uh, Sorcerer Mickey coming out.
4: And a I don't want to
3: ruin servers it. <laughs> I just ruined it. You just <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see Mickey.
1: So not only was the food great and the space was great, the show was better. In my opinion. So
4: I think the word that translates through everything I saw was they made both spaces more elegant without losing the theme of it.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, and they didn't change. Uh- Tritons or what is it? It
1: looked exactly the
5: same. Other than
1: looking in the window, I didn't get to do anything in there. Okay, we didn't eat there, so we didn't get a chance
3: yeah, to. Yeah,
5: we stepped in, and it, it's exactly the same.
3: They might have done a few cosmetic, but I didn't, nothing I noticed.
1: Palo has been updated. We've had a chance to we had a chance to go to Palo this cruise for dinner. Um, and again, one of the big differences that we noticed was again the back of the ship was pushed out for this change. So you remember how in Palo there used to be that railing right by the Mm -hmm. windows? Now there's a deck back there. Of with a good. Table
4: four top tables all the way around the back of Palo. And I asked, I said, are you going to serve outside? And he said, no, that's never an intent. We don't intend to serve dinner out there. But on the cruises where the ship is really crowded, we feel that this will be overflow for cabanas just underneath So us. it's
1: incredible to see how the difference in how much mm-hmm. they
4: were...
0: Wow. These I are to all the railing They added top onto, the onto the ship in six weeks. weeks.
1: The space in Palo is pretty much the same. There's some cosmetic differences, which, again, is kind of like... It just made it more elegant. The
5: floor pop. was incredible. The, the was detail incredible. on the floor, and you
1: think six weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that was we were very we were very impressed with that. The a carpeting little, out in the elevator bay is all different again. The lighting around the on those walls is a little different. They put in lanterns. Um, there's a sh- strip of lighting above where you eat now that's colorful. If it's very
4: colorful, and it runs out like a ribbon throughout the restaurant.
1: As far as food goes, I found it to be very palo. We ate, well, I don't think the menu changed because I ordered the same thing I always <laughs> order. <laughs> uh, food was great. Uh, service was great. So it was all very, very Apollo experience just with some cosmetic differences.
3: Some of the upper deck areas, they, uh, the, the name has changed. Pluto's Doghouse is now Pete's Boiler Bites. There's the um, ice cream, frozen. Okay, okay,
0: was it ice cream or ice milk? Oh, I don't do, I it, it I I don't do, I do ice cream. But it, was, sure.
1: but it was machines. That
4: you could help yeah, yourself. Right. There so. also used to be right out by the um, there used to be the Pluto's doghouse where you got your um, hot dogs, hamburgers, and stuff. And then next to that was a bar. That bar seems to have been closed and moved around a corner.
0: Now, if you try one of the soft serve ice creams on Disney Cruise Line, and you think to yourself something doesn't quite taste right about this, it's because it's not ice cream; it's ice milk. If it's crunchy, it's ice milk, right? And it drives me insane because.
7: What do you mean crunchy? like this so
0: crystallized ice crystal yeah it's it. almost oh, like okay. icy, it's, it's like more icy than if
5: it's crunchy it's bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I yeah we're we're going kind of long here because there's a lot to talk about we're very excited about it right. but I don't want to miss the adult area which right. has had a complete you so know the nightclub club area. Up the nightclub area.
7: Yeah, so it's called After Hours now. So instead of I, I forget what it was on the Magic, I know on, it was Beach Street. It's Route sixty six on the on the Wonder. Wonder. So that's right. what so I was. Beach Street. That's what I was comparing it to. But it's really nice. Uh, it's kind of more elegant, kind of a little fancier, a little classy. They put
5: O'Gills on the ship oh, now. Oh, awesome! O'Gills is there. Yeah. Oh well. Wow. But instead That'd... of it being that small little pub. That it is on the fantasy. It's actually a much larger space. Really, wow! And uh, at first we thought, well, it's losing some of his intimacy. But once we got to sit in there and enjoy it, and the the young guy playing music in there was fantastic. He, oh was. he, was, a he be- was. He was adult wonderful. I don't usually find him. I don't either good. because um, I'm sorry, but the two females that they had on singing were like really horrifying but they like, were, horrifying they were awful it was like it's like you felt sad for them as you walked by it was that bad but he was amazing he was Rental probably singer. one of the best I've heard on
4: all of the ships this adult area is much more elegant
3: oh
0: yeah
4: it's not that 80s sort of neon and the cardboard
0: right thing. right
4: kind of, it's
5: not cruise was, ship lounge anymore no
0: did they change the the layout of the whole area I mean is not the really no. exactly the same but they just changed the venues themselves the venues themselves the, the
4: themselves. To be stay? sessions is now keys do you remember the um, the uh, lounge we sat in in Disneyland Paris in the hotel, the one that was based on Fantasia? Yeah, that's what Keys reminds me of. There. Okay. We, did
8: you
1: guys get we, a picture of the of the wallpaper in there? Yep.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yep, we did. It's incredible. It's all in the gallery. One so good beautiful. thing about the uh, about Keys, we, we wanted to kind of test everything out, so we went in there for a little bit, and their specialty drinks that they they serve tableside. Mm-hmm. Or chair side, whatever. So they bring a little cart out and you can see them mixing. That's cool. Mixing the stuff. It, it's nice. So, did any of the venues stay the same or was every single thing
5: replaced? Everything was different. Yeah. Um, it's Fathoms now. <laughs> Right. Used to be, was that Rocking Bar D before or Wave, wave Bands? Yeah, wave bands. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember. Now it's Fathoms. Really well done. Cool. Really well nice. It's kind of an
4: under the sea feeling, and there's like jellyfish on the ceiling. And then what they explained was that during the day, they can lighten it up a little bit, and it's a lighter blue and things like that for kids' events. And at nighttime, they can bring the lights down and make it a little moodier.
5: And it's got a nice. little like kind of cove type seating all along the back now. Those are going to be really before. popular. Really nice. Really nice.
1: Well done. The last space that uh was really had a major rehab was the spa census spa right um again you're gonna gonna the same words over and over again beautiful elegant this reminded me of the spa in alani some of the same woods were used some of the same colors were used very rich textures um kevin and i did a uh we had a uh Sheave. Before
4: you go, the only the spa, the decor has changed. The where things are hasn't really changed. Okay. It's still laid out the same. The only thing that's really new is the barbershop. Right. right,
3: rainforest so the,
0: is still the same. Right. Mm-hmm.
5: They have the chill yeah, spa that, now. They have the teen spa, which they didn't have before. That's what was making
0: that's what was making me nervous because I always preferred Vista Spa on the mm-hmm. Magic and the Wonder to uh, Senses on the Dreamland Well, it's and the now fantasy. called Senses. Well, that's fine. Yeah. that's fine. But the layout
5: but is still the same. The they did take some space like. for the for the teen spa. There is a chill spa there now. I prefer
4: the rainforest
5: room. The shop looked the really elegant.
1: Than to the one on the dream and the fantasy. Right. Area. So, one of the spaces that was the most different was they added the barber shop, which is pretty much just two chairs, and a sectioned off uh, area. Black Kevin? cabinets. It's very masculine, very woody. Kevin and I had uh, shaves, which are facials. I
0: love that treatment.
1: I. I can't say anything bad about it. You'd want it every Cry. day. Every day. I didn't like it. I would. He didn't like you it. You didn't like He's it? It's weird. Yeah. I've never had it done. And then oh. I had my, um, the lady
4: said to me when we were done, she brought out a couple of products and her response to me was, they, they go through this orientation, what do you use on your face? And I told them, when we were all done, John got the hard sale. The lady I had said to me, you don't really need any of this stuff. The stuff you use is better.
8: <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I think that's sort of the complaint of every spot, even not Disney ships. You walk in and it's that hard sell and buy our product, buy our product. But other than that, the treatment was fantastic. The cast member I had was great. The space was comfortable. So I, it was nice. In a in a nutshell, I think that this is a home run. That the changes they've made to the magic not only improve the guest experience, but I think you're gonna make people wanna go on this ship. It I'm me. telling you, it made. Um, yeah.
0: I'm really excited about getting back on the magic.
5: And can I take just 30 seconds and kinda of say where the magic's gonna be over the next year? Well, hold on, sure. I just, I
0: just wanna say one thing. I'm one of the people that didn't feel like, after being on the Fantasy and the Dream, that I didn't like being on the Magic or the Wonder. Um, for me, the, those ships were always like, you know, going home. I right. mean, I've been on them so many times. Um, Love the dream and the fantasy and you know have nothing bad to say about that But I always enjoyed the magic and the wonder Um, And I'm really excited that they've kept you know They've they've, they've kept all the things I love about the magic and the wonder yet brought in some of those elements So so well done brought in some of those elements from the dream and the fantasy that they know work and if they have in fact improved the food on this ship to a point where it competes with the dream and the fantasy, then I think there is a Nobel Prize somewhere. (laughs)
4: Well, the fact that we're all saying the same thing. The only complaint John had was that his fish was dry, and that could happen
0: anywhere. Absolutely.
4: I mean, the fact that... And Tracy is choosy about what she eats. Was that the right word? Very picky. Okay. Very plain And found wonderful things to enjoy. So...
0: Really good she's stuff. a real pain in the neck. I am. I mean, she's a pain to travel with. And
5: sometimes that pain even goes lower than the neck. Oh, wow. <laughs> it does. The, <laughs> collarbone. the collarbone. Yeah, the shoulders. Was, the
0: visuals I don't need. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's talk about where the magic is uh, going to so be. So
5: for the rest of this year, the magic is sailing out of Miami. Uh, it's doing three and four night. Bahamas, Also, a couple five nights in there as well. Also, a couple five-night Western Caribbean itineraries. Starting in January, it's moving on over to Port Canaveral. And it's going to be sailing three- and four-night Bahamas itineraries from January till May, I believe. Yeah, right around May before it goes to Europe. And then it'll be in Europe for the summer. And then coming back from Europe... It's doing um, it's doing a few itineraries out of San Juan. It's going to do some Southern Caribbean stuff, out of San Juan before it returns back to Port Canaveral, just in time for Podcast Cruise Five. Very exciting. Yeah. So we're very pleased Podcast now that we, we were kind of hoping. I think that the that the changes were going to be this great when we chose oh, that's Podcast yeah. Cruise Five. We're on the Magic for that. We are. Magic, are. Right. So we were kind of hoping that we knew we were going back on a Western itinerary, which wasn't necessarily first choice, but we thought the fact that it was the Magic. We're glad that it all worked out. So now we're we're right. we're really pleased. So very, very
0: we happy. still have we still have staterooms available on podcast do cruise five. We still have some. If you want to check out all the changes to the magic
5: and the pricing is still good. It didn't jump as much as we were afraid it was going to after, you know, after our initial release. So pricing is still good and there's still some good space left. Awesome.
1: We before we went on this cruise, I presented the question. I didn't know if these changes were going to be enough to make somebody want to go on the magic again.
5: The question the answer is yes. The answer is absolutely uh, yeah. yes. Is that
0: across the board? You guys feel the same way?
6: Definitely. Completely.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Except for Craig who hates cruising. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it
6: was my second Disney cruise. I've only got to be on the Wonder for Alaska, but I I loved it. I thought it was so much better than the Wonder. Um I, I still want to see the the newer ships, but I, I can't wait to go on podcast Cruise Five into the magic again. I thought it was great.
3: and for someone that's been on the magic before you're going to get on the right. ship and mm-hmm. you're just going to be amazed. It's fun to explore it is. It, you're, you're
4: discovering you like new you stuff yeah. and trying to it, it, the bones are there, but things are different enough to keep
0: you busy. but also you know, think about think about the uh, think about the risk Disney takes oh, absolutely doing this this is This is an established product that makes money for them, has been very reliable, well-maintained, well-run. This is a huge risk to get into that and to pull these things out, change them around completely, especially when you're dealing with a fan base as rabid Mm. as Disney has, and you're messing with this stuff. I mean...
4: I can't imagine there were any rabid fans of Parrot Key, so I think no, I'm just <laughs> saying no a exactly. No, Disney Cruise Line,
0: I <laughs> but, but I think it sounds like uh, they did an amazing job. Carl Holtz had mentioned at the uh,
3: the panel that our guests are evolving all the time, and we have to evolve with them. And if we don't, we're going to be left behind. So it's true. I mean, we and you know, I, th-
5: I think they were being left behind. I do with those cl- with you know, I think with the classic ships, and uh, because I know we, I love the classic ships, but there was just it was just so been there done that yeah. and I, i'm excited to get back to on that ship. the
4: adult area on the in the, on the magic i thought it was kind of 1980s kitsch and it never seemed to me to be a place that i would go and hang out i can see hanging out in that fathom we did it's very yeah. nice <laughs> we,
5: we we did a little
6: <laughs> Closed it down <laughs> i wanted to say one unrelated thing too it was really promising uh that seeing Tom Staggs, Carl Holtz talking to people in the cove bar, like people who didn't even know who they were necessarily sometimes, <laughs> but they they were out there, they were engaging with everyone. Um we we had every executive that was on the ship sitting right beside us at Oak gills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it w- th- it was promising that they cared that much about what people wanted.
0: Always and, always yeah. did though. I mean, that's you know one of the things I was going to say was that, you know, what you're seeing in this oh. rehab is Disney Cruise Line listening. Right. Yeah. Seeing what works, listening to their guests and making changes. Big changes, huge, game-changing changes.
5: We got to speak to imagineers, we got to speak to shipyard workers just casually hanging out in the adult areas and even other ca- and even cast members from the ship and just seeing their pride. They couldn't wait to show us. They couldn't wait to tell us the backstory, And to see their pride, it was infectious. You overlooked, you know, the odd maintenance thing that wasn't caught up yet because they had come so far. It was just to see that pride. You couldn't help. But yeah. Feel look,
0: it. and anybody, anybody bitching about uh, the maintenance issues, uh, you right. know, we have many times yeah. we said it. Six weeks Six weeks
5: That's what we kept saying okay. Six weeks So if, if there's a couple I think really of, worried
1: That well, that's what we were Going to talk about
0: I heard a lot of that Are you going to talk about this Are you going to talk you about You know that? what it's like Any little it's, any, any significant any, Like I said First of all Anybody who's been on Disney Cruise Line knows uh, Maintenance is a priority Those ships are the best Maintained ships I've ever seen Especially when you look At the magic and the wonder And the age of those ships And compare them to ships And other lines Same age You really appreciate How well Disney Takes care of their ships But doing all this in six weeks, if a few things, if they missed a few things that they have to catch up on, I have faith that Disney will take care yeah. of it. Can
1: I say one thing to that? If you're on a ship and you see something that's not right, tell somebody. Because I think that in a lot of these places, people are not reporting stuff. You know, if you just go and you think, oh, it's all, all of a sudden gonna be fixed and be better, they may not
0: know. Look, six months from now, if stuff isn't done, right, right, right. it's a different problem. But. I think we all know that's not going to be the case. But uh, before we close this out, Craig has put together a video that we're going to show to end end this segment. So we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next week with another edition of The Dis Unplugged.